Where does wisdom come from? Proverbs 2.6 For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Wisdom comes from the Lord, but there are some prerequisites to getting it. Where does wisdom come from? It comes from first getting knowledge of the facts. And then we need an understanding of the facts in order for God to give the wisdom that we desire of him. Throughout God's word, we find three key words that are often linked together. These words are wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. These words are necessary for us to understand if we are going to faithfully live for the Lord here on earth. We need to understand these words to help us in our lives. Please note that there is a natural or worldly wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. 1 Corinthians 3.19 For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness. And there is a spiritual wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. We're focusing on the spiritual wisdom where it comes from, and how it can make a difference in our lives. So where and from what does wisdom come? Wisdom comes from knowledge which we have diligently sought out. Wisdom then comes from an understanding of this knowledge and situations in which this knowledge would be useful. Wisdom then comes from the heavenly guided application of our understanding of the facts to lead us to the best possible outcome of a situation. The Bible says we need to have the fear of the Lord in order to get wisdom. So what does that mean? Job 28, 28, And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. So one of the places wisdom comes from is the fear of the Lord. The United States Supreme Court in 1931 in United States versus Macintosh said, We are a Christian people. According to one another, the equal right of religious freedom and acknowledging with reverence the duty of obedience to the will of God. The United States Supreme Court acknowledged here and declared that we were a Christian people, that we need to have a reverence and a strong respect for God, and that we have a duty to be obedient to the will of God. We all need to have, in other words, a fear of the Lord. The phrase, the fear of the Lord, occurs 14 times in the book of Proverbs, and five of those times it is linked directly to knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Proverbs 1.7 says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. To even start to have the kind of biblical knowledge you need, that you need to lead to true godly wisdom, you need to start with a healthy reverence of the Lord. Proverbs 1.29, for that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. You have to choose to have a fear of the Lord. You have to choose to love getting knowledge that is needed to lead to wisdom. So do you love reading your Bible? Do you love praying to God? Do you love communicating with God? Do you love communicating with God throughout the day? Do you love attending church? Do you love spending time with God's people? Proverbs 2, 5, Then thou shalt understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Proverbs 9, 10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Again, God's word tells us wisdom comes from a reverential respect of God. Proverbs 15:33. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. The fear of the Lord will instruct you in your journey toward wisdom. So we see the fear of the Lord is a major prerequisite of wisdom. So what does this mean to us? In our modern English, the fear of the Lord means you have an awe-inspiring respect for God. The fear of the Lord means we respect him so much that we fear disappointing him. 
I remember as a child I had a healthy fear of my earthly father. This does not mean I was afraid of him, but I sure was afraid of disappointing him, and I always wanted to do my best for him. I never wanted to to disappoint my father. I never wanted to feel his disappointment in me. I wanted to always do my best for my father. That's the kind of attitude, that's the kind of feeling we need to have towards God. We never want to disappoint him. We never want to feel his disappointment in us. And we always want to make sure we are doing our best for him. God deserves this awe-inspiring kind of respect. We should have a healthy fear of the Lord. We should want to please him and not disappoint him. Just think of all he has done for us. God created all things, including us. Look at the first part of Colossians 1.16. For by him were all things created that are in the heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible. Now, not only did God create all things, but all things were created for him. If we are created for him, we are created by him, then we need to do our best to please him. Now, let's look at the last part of Colossians 1.16. Whether by thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Jesus died on the cross and he paid the penalty for our sin through his own shed blood. Jesus loved us so much that he willingly and voluntarily died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sin. His shed blood, his death on the cross, and his rising again the third day paves the way for us to be able to get saved. Shouldn't we respect him? Shouldn't we have that healthy fear of the Lord for him? Shouldn't we want to do everything we possibly can to do for him and not disappoint him based on what he has done for us. Colossians 1.14 tells us, In whom we have redemption, through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. God gave us his word, so we know how to live. The Bible is all we need, and all that is written therein is all we need to be able to live the right kind of life for God. 1 John 1.1, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our own eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled, of the word of life. God provides for all of our needs. God meets our needs. God provides for us. God loves us. God died for us. God created us. We are created for him. All these things should make us want to live for him. All these things should make us have that proper fear of the Lord, that proper reverential respect of the Lord, that proper attitude of not wanting to disappoint the Lord, not wanting to sin against God. God provides for all of our needs. Genesis 22, 8. And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. Because God had always provided for the needs of Abraham, he trusted God in this situation and exercised a healthy, reverential respect or fear of the Lord. He did not doubt God. Abraham demonstrated great wisdom in how he trusted God with the life of his son and to meet the need of this moment. How about those of us that are parents? Have we turned over our children to the Lord? Have we given them to him? Do we trust him with the life of our children? Like Abraham trusted God with the life of his son Isaac. Do we trust God with the life of our children? Have we truly surrendered our children over to God's will? So next, wisdom comes from God. It belongs to God. He does not just give it to us. We have to work for it. We have to ask for it. These are the next prerequisites of getting wisdom. Daniel 2.20, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. We have to work at getting wisdom. We have to do our part to get it. Proverbs 4.7, 
Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. We need to ask God for wisdom, because wisdom comes from God. First Chronicles 22.12 Only the Lord give thee wisdom and understanding, and give thee charge concerning Israel, that thou mayest keep the law of the Lord thy God. Only the Lord give thee wisdom. We have to be good. God gives wisdom to those that are good in his sight. Ecclesiastes 2.26 For God giveth to man that is good in his sight wisdom and knowledge. We have to accept correction. We have to be willing to accept correction when it comes with the right attitude and in the right way. We have to react correctly to correction. The Bible says the rod and reproof give wisdom. We learn wisdom by getting corrected. We learn wisdom by getting disciplined. We learn wisdom by getting the correction and the guidance and the the pointing in the right direction that we need when we do something wrong. Proverbs 29.15 The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. And speaking of that, there are many children today that have been left to themselves. And you can look around, they're bringing their parents to shame. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. Finally, we have to purpose in our hearts to remain pure in order for God to give us wisdom. Daniel 1.8, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. So in conclusion, where does wisdom come from? It comes from first getting knowledge of the facts, and then we need an understanding of the facts in order for God to give us the wisdom we desire of him, Proverbs 2.6. Wisdom comes from a heavenly guided application of our understanding and knowledge. In 1931, the United States Supreme Court acknowledged that we need to have a reverence or strong respect for God and that we have a duty to be obedient to his will. Only if our country would acknowledge that now, only if our country would go by what the Supreme Court said and stated in 1931 that we need to have a strong reverence and strong respect for God and it is our duty to be obedient to his will. Only if our country still felt that way. Only if our government still felt that way. Only if most of our elected officials still felt that way. I know some do, but a lot don't. We all need to have, in other words, a fear of the Lord, Job 28, 28. You have to choose to have a fear of the Lord. And you have to love getting the knowledge that is needed to lead to godly wisdom. The fear of the Lord is a major prerequisite of wisdom. God deserves this awe-inspiring respect from us. We should want to respect God simply because of all he has done for us. Wisdom comes from God. In order to get wisdom, we have to work for it. We have to ask for it. We have to lead a good life. We have to accept correction in the right way. We have to purpose in our hearts to remain pure. We have to be willing and available for the service of the Lord. So where does wisdom come from? It comes from a prepared heart. A heart prepared by a constant studying of God's word. It comes from prayerfully asking God for understanding. Wisdom comes from purposely living for God and respecting or fearing him like we should and like he deserves. Proverbs 2, 6. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding.